Welcome back to the Safe Space Podcast. I'm Antonio. And I'm Elijah. And today's topic is on healthy coping habits. So we touched briefly on this at the end of the first episode, but we figured we should make it a full episode because there's a lot that could be unpacked there in itself when it comes to healthy coping habits. Don't you think, Elijah? Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people, even though they deal with like mental issues and illnesses, many times they don't really have healthy ways of dealing with it. So they just either, you know, shut down or let it get the best of them. So it's good to, it's good for us to actually discuss like, you know, healthy coping habits. So we could possibly, hopefully help someone who don't really know how to cope with it. You know? Or how to start the process of like healthy coping, right? Right. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I mentioned I mentioned in the last episode that one of my my coping, my healthy coping habits was going to the gym a lot. Well, not a lot, but going to the gym. <laughs> Obviously it was a a healthy coping habit for me. I don't know, because like that's just my zone. There's it's, I just feel so free when I when I in the gym. Right. <clears throat> well, for me, well, one of my healthy coping habits is going for a run. You know, when I feel like everything getting to me, I just get up and go for a nice long run, empty out the tank, empty out my mind. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I did a I did a bit of, of, of um research for this topic in itself. And what I found was some people do journaling. I had my cousin actually right. told me about uh, this last week after she listened to the, the first episode. She said that journaling was one of her ways of healthy healthy release as well. I could kind of understand that because like when I was younger, I used to write like poems and stuff like that, like poetry, just writing, like writing in general. It just like helps to helps people to express how they feel, mm-hmm. even if they don't really like like when you consciously have the words like know it. Like, right, right, and it's like that. That's a way to health. Like that's a healthy coping habit because it like how they feel isn't really like bottled up inside, mm-hmm. and they like letting it out so it don't really like build up or like start to take control of them. Yeah, because you know they find a way to, to in a way release, release it quote unquote yeah quote unquote release it but like more so express it you know so it helps it helps for sure i i, tr- I tried that for for a spell but i i wasn't consistent with it because there was this there was like some days i just didn't know what to say because there's days when you don't know how you feel but you, right. feel, you feel a way but you don't know how to describe the way you feel so like you don't exactly, have words to describe right? it <laughs> like I found myself stuck in that position many, many times. So I just, it was something that I started and stopped. Right. I probably should get back into it. Probably will get back into it. Let me not say should. I will get back. I mean, into it's it. good. It's really good because it kind of helps, helps you to understand how you feel sometimes, you know, because, yeah. you know, sometimes you could feel it and explain it, but like, you know, trying to understand it, you know, <clears throat> but, I've I've seen I've seen those books where it's where it's a burn 
burn when you finish or something like that? Where you like you write stuff and then you like burn the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I saw something like that before. I never really tried it, but there's two, two, two ways to do it. It's like either you write how you feel and then like burn it, or like you write how you feel and then you like throw it away. Yeah. And I guess that's like symbolic for like releasing it or like burning it away, you know. But it's kind of like, I mean, I never really did it before, like I say, but I heard about it before and apparently it helps people, mm-hmm. you know, feel better because yeah. they let it out and then they just like let it go. Free. Free as a yeah, free. Yeah. <laughs> Weight off the shoulder, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've also seen some people talk about like deep, slow breaths as well. I feel like I only use that if I'm in a situation and I'd say I have anxiety or if I nervous, like yeah, for example, when I went yeah. to the to get my the blood work done last week, <laughs> I never like I'm had no blood work done and I can't tell you right. It's been so long. So I was sitting there and I was like, because like my heart, my heart then racing because I don't like I don't like needles. Right. <laughs> and she took she took five tooths. My blood broke. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> So I had to calm myself, got to calm myself down because I don't want to, you know, and I, right. I wasn't sure if that was going, like my heart racing was going to affect the amount of blood that she was going to get and cause me to pass out. So I'm like, you know, let me calm down because this, this ain't it right there. <laughs> right. But like with, with, with long deep breaths, that's, yeah, it's an anxiety thing. It like, help bring the heart rate down and help the body to relax more because you, I guess becoming more in control with your emotions, you know, right? So deep, deep, long, controlled breaths really like help with anxiety, especially like when you're having like a panic attack and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sometimes you just have to just breathe, you know, just take control of your breathing, and then but everything what, else. What's, to, what's weird up. about that is when someone's having a panic attack, because I've seen firsthand. They don't they it's like they, they can't breathe that so yeah, like they, they can't they can't do the slow breaths because they right. can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, and that's why like most times people have been like a panic attack. Like you see most times people just be telling them just like breathe, like just breathe, you know? Because like you kind of lose control of everything once you start to have a panic attack. So if you just get them to focus on something and just control their breathing, once they get that under control, mm-hmm. everything else just comes down and then they, right, then they come back to normal, you know. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, I never really had a panic attack. I mean, I kind of saw one before, but, you know, I don't really, yeah, I don't really stick around for stuff like that. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Is that too scary for you to see? I mean, like, it's just hard to see someone not have control of themselves, mm-hmm. you know, because like if someone doesn't have full control over themselves, then you never really know what could happen, you know. Yeah, and, you know, if, if it's a life or death situation, I I would help, you know, I, I would help. But it's like just in the naturally, moment. Yeah, just naturally if someone really, you know, can't control you know everything that's going on and it's like okay 
gotta take a step back right quick you know no gotta, I, I, I i've seen it happen before and trust me it's scary and it's <laughs> scary and the if you if you have a panic attack and i scared you know, <laughs> you scared, you scared, you scared, scared. scared. Someone gotta be calm, you know. So I take my step back, I calm down. So saying I, I find my equilibrium, then I come back and I find yours. <laughs> but yeah, like I guess that could kind of tie into it, like. Speaking of equilibriums, you know, music, people listen to music oh, as a wow, that was just you, you on the mark. That was the <laughs> <next> point. <laughs> people, people listen to music to like, you know, cope with, you know, stuff like that. When I, uh, when I was having my um, sleep and like, like, I used to have sleep anxiety, like, like, I couldn't sleep. I was like, yeah. pitching up every hour on the hour, like, constantly. I would try to listen to music while doing it. Like while sleeping, but yeah, it it didn't work for me. It depends on the music you listen to, you know, because like certain songs, well, every song basically on a different frequency. It just depends on what type of music it is, mm-hmm. because you you realize like when you're listening to like upbeat songs, you feel more motivated. You feel ready to like you know pump that iron extra hard, you know, <laughs> put an extra time at the gym, you know what I mean, and like run a little bit faster you know work a little bit longer yeah but like it's certain songs you listen to and it's like dang i just want to lay in bed all day i don't feel like doing nothing i yeah. just want to relax i just want to chill you know so it's, it's it's just about finding the music that really up that frequency where it's like calming and soothing to where it's your body relaxing mm-hmm. relax <laughs> <laughs> relaxing because you know if you tense up you can't really like sleep and like certain music is put us inside a, a alert state. Mm-hmm. Like it keeps you on, just, keep you on guard. Right. And certain music just to us and put us down. Yeah. You but know? you you think that gospel music would calm me down. Because I figure, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Well, it j- depends. Jira. Some of them really like upbeat, you know. Some no, of them but this like, wasn't an upbeat. I'm talking about Mav City. Like, you know, Maverick City. You don't have, they have upbeat songs. But this is like. <laughs> Gyra, you know, the slow, you know. Right. You know, so I was thinking I would have been fine. <laughs> but I kid you not, like I listened to the whole I I played the, like I played the album from start to end. And like I every five songs I was up. Every like like clockwork. <laughs> like clockwork. I would like I was counting it. And I'm like, okay, this is not helping me. <laughs> you know what they say? If you up at a certain time and you can't go sleep, it means you're up for a reason. They also say you're supposed to pray when that happens. And I don't do that. Yeah, I I me neither. That. <laughs> that's probably why I was half of the day. <laughs> Look at me. So yeah. problems. <laughs> right. And that's crazy because right, right. I, didn't, I didn't even think to tie that together with that. Right. Until, ju- until just now. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, man, sometimes I didn't you need put, I didn't put sometimes two and two together. Yeah, I didn't put two and two together. Sometimes you need a little roadmap. You gotta take take some time out to take out the compass and re-navigate. I'm fine, eh? <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. But Re- yeah, what's the huh? reading is also reading. a good one. I was doing a lot of reading for for a while. Like I would read before I go to sleep because it would help me sleep better. 
all right. related all related to what i just talked about previously right right Read. wow and i just realized i haven't been reading again before i went to bed wow it's a cycle it's a cycle that's connecting my boy yeah it's full circle moment right there <laughs> <laughs> well for me i never really read to you know get rid of those type of mental stuff but i when it comes to reading for me though it's like the book have to be interesting like, i mean that's also true i mean i read to <laughs> understand i read to you know it depends on the, the, the books though because i also read to like get inside of what i need to do better as a person as well so it's also reading could be reading could be both um it's beneficial in both ways it's also like a healthy like release and also like for more more knowledge what's the what's the last book you read elijah and uh, don't give me no school textbook <laughs> <laughs> the last book i read though for real is um i can't remember what the book name okay, uh, okay. what was it about it was about thinking different you know like getting out of the traditional mindset and viewing things from a different perspective mm-hmm. like ultimately the main message of the book was to take action you know you could if you think the friend of you want you could do everything in the world but if you don't take action then you know nothing changes so that was the main premise of the book basically it's understanding that everything you see isn't really at, at face value mm-hmm. and a lot of things that we feel are secured isn't really secured but it's just the way how society really like show it to us that's why we feel like it's secure mm-hmm. so we have to i guess see things for what it really is and then take action to make a difference make okay yeah. do you know, so, you know who the author of that is uh, i got I, I gotta get back to you on that <laughs> okay i can I, I hold you to it because <laughs> yeah, i'm looking I, for I some, some new books to read anyway so yeah but it was a book mainly about like financial literacy and stuff though but like there was another book as well there was another book that i actually wanted to get into which i i will actually share it with you um but yeah i kind of like books that really like stimulate my mind like the i was just about to say like the mind mind boggling right books right because like to me intelligence attractive you see and you know if you're attracted to something then you like just want more of it so mm-hmm. i just like intelligence i like learning stuff i like you know having that understanding you know uh just getting a stimulation from it you know mm-hmm. so that's where i that's that's where i mainly like read my books around that particular like aspect of things aside from like when i was younger like goosebumps and stuff you know but that, that like, count. at the time I mean, that was it does like count but you know you know yeah because we see each other and that that's like ooh, that's scary that's <laughs> right, right. <laughs> ghost in the closet oh my gosh right <laughs> are you a, a, a hard cover or a phone uh like a physical or you want like we don't i kind of transition into phone now but i feel like hardcover well there's perks for both 
the perks for hardcover is, you know, you physically have it mm-hmm. with you. And like, you know, you get to see the nice design and stuff like that. And, you know, all that good, authentic stuff. And with phones, it's like, you like it lightweight. You it always with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could always like, pop it out and read. But like with a phone, if your phone end up dying and you want to read, then you can't read. But with a book, if you a want to read book. and the book there, you could read. Could read, yeah. But it's just more weight. Mm-hmm. So I feel like both have its pros and cons. But it's just like, I guess they just complement each other because wherever one falls short, the other one pick up. Picks up, yeah. Yeah, I tried. I tried phone reading for a while, but I found that I get distracted. You know, different not- like... different different notifications coming in. Right? This app, this right. app. So you you start you right. start reading the book, and then oh, you got a Snapchat here, got an Instagram DM here. So now you you are <laughs> reading the book the book, now you are on Instagram scrolling, nope. and you on Snapchat right. looking at stories. So it's right. I can't, I can't <laughs> personally. I can't do the phone reading. I need to have the physical because I like the tangible. I think tangible means right. like good to touch. So I like I need the the tangible. Um, so I could like I like to make highlights as well. I mean, you so can make highlights. Uh, I know, but for me, I need the physical <laughs> book. I want to highlight it myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, like this is a quote I'll post tomorrow. <laughs> right, like this is my life verse right here. You know, <laughs> this is my new mantra. Twenty twenty verse. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that though. Yeah. I understand completely. I just finished a book by Craig Rochelle called Soul Detox. It was good. It's about breaking toxic habits, toxic cycles. Yeah. It's a good kind of like Kind of like what we're doing right now, trying to break toxic cycles and mm-hmm. get people healthy coping habits. Mm-hmm. You see that? No. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that. I feel that. I like how that tie into that just now. <laughs> Wow, the timely the timeliness is is everything for me. Right. <laughs> it kind of remind me of how I said earlier how last week episode was like just perfectly timed, mm-hmm. and it's like er- everything we're talking about right now just like you know to you it like making a bunch of things that happen earlier in your life like just like aligning line. up, yeah. And it's like you just finish a book. Would basically trying to do what we you know, doing right now. So I feel like we started all this, like, at a perfect time. And, you know, we're on a mission right now to mm-hmm. bring awareness and, I guess, make this a safe space for everyone so they feel like they have a place where they ain't really judge and, you know, where they feel like they understand because, like, mm-hmm. we know how to Yeah. Like, we relate to them. We, we know, like, what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And, we aren't the set of people who who like look at it as you know it's just a don't think about it and it'll just go away problem you know like we understand like it's a real issue mm-hmm. and i feel like us showing other people that you know it's okay we understand you know it give them you know a, a feeling of courage courage safety you know, bravery, not not like afraid to be, you know, just a little bit vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everybody feel like if they feel too much, then it's a problem. 
because yeah. people really take advantage of people who right. seem you know so i guess i i just think it's great that we try to trying to show people that hey it, it's okay you know mm-hmm. it's it's okay to feel how you feel you know and really like show them that we have for them you know yeah show them that they are part of the reasons why we're doing this we are part of the reasons why we're doing this and you know just getting that that across and just just trying to help the best we we could for mm. right now you know yeah so definitely yeah so we we talked about this point from in the episode last week as well but this one is basically like reaching out to people like trusted people or like a friend group as well as also a healthy, my... <laughs> a healthy way of coping or releasing what that's funny because like that's what we is right now we <laughs> i like i did not know that was the next point but like it's crazy that I said all that to bring it into the like, point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what, crazy. what I didn't see while doing this is but I feel like this ties into what I just said as well. Therapy. I feel like therapy is good, but like I feel like okay, I, I like a therapy in two different ways, right? Because like Wait, therapy give me, can give, be me the, give me the first way. Okay. You want the objective or the subjective? Because I don't really speak subjectively like that. So we can go with objective first. Objectively, therapy okay. is, you know, therapy for anybody who needs it, you know, because they have someone who actively listening to them, helping them to like identify the issue and, you know, allowing them to think differently and, you know, find a solution themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what make therapy good, you know, that's what make therapy great, right? But personally, it's my personal opinion now. <laughs> personally, I feel like if you have great friends, you necessarily don't need a therapist. Therapy, because they are your therapy kind uh, of. You're right, because you don't treat them like a therapist, but as friends, they willingly help you. They mm-hmm. And, you know, they allow you to identify your problems or they help you to recognize your problems and they let you decide how you want to solve it. And if you if you are making a bad choice, they let you know, you know, if you decide to take whatever path you decide to take, which we all assume or hope is a good path. Mm-hmm. They support you 100%. The same thing like with a therapist. So I feel like therapy is good to people who don't really have as much of a good friend environment. Mm-hmm. You know, but it really does help because I know someone who actually does therapy and stuff. And, you know, she is, it seemed like it, it working for her. But like I always like let her know. I always have her and I try to help as best as I could do. And according to her, I really help a lot. So I guess I'm doing a good job. <laughs> okay, therapist. 
<laughs> I mean, you have to put me on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well at this point. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I kind of have a rebuttal <laughs> against that, though. I feel like everybody need to go to therapy. <laughs> Right. No, you laughing? I serious. I feel like everybody need to go to therapy. And let me let me tell you why. Yeah, tell me why. <laughs> I feel like because not everyone that you talk to, I know you mentioned like friend circles being therapy therapeutic for people as well. But I feel like right. not everybody can relate. Right. Right. So I just feel like having a therapist or going to therapy makes it easier because it's that it's that one on one. That one-on-one um, FaceTime contact in this uh, judgment-free zone as well. You know, like certain friend groups, you know, like you might not feel judged, but there's also times that you feel judged for saying certain things or feeling a certain way that you do. But with a therapist, it's their job to not judge you. I mean, at the same time, they can judge you, but they shouldn't judge you because that's again what they are here for. That's why my, that's why the keyword in my whole paragraph was good friend great friend <laughs> yeah i mean good friend great friend you could still judge a good friend or your great friend <laughs> i mean you're right like you're right <laughs> but I, I i i i tried therapy like let me not say try i downloaded the app mm-hmm. okay i downloaded the app and uh, i got the cost of it I got the cost of it. And I was like, you know what? I'll just drink some tea. Like, <laughs> I'll be good. Like, I don't need this. Sleep it off. I'll be good in the morning. Yeah, you know, like, I good. I just, I thought I was feeling away. I'm not feeling away no more. I good. I don't need therapy. But I actually, I actually do. I actually do want to do therapy, though. I feel like it'll be good for me. I feel like it'll be good for me. We did it for a bit. She was like, she wanted me to try it and you know she never really said why she wanted me to try it because it, it wasn't like i like had a particular thing going on was nothing like that you know she has just like you know therapy is good and she think everybody should do it she wanted me to try it you know that's like i mean okay i guess like reluctant, <laughs> reluctant. <laughs> i mean she was saying that she paid for it for me and stuff like that. And I was like, if you pay for it, then I can't really you, say you no. You can't really say no. Right? <laughs> like, it never happened. So, I guess everything happens for a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I feel like therapy is good, though. I, I want to <laughs> I I like do that. Good. That's that's one of my goals for this year as well, to find a therapist yeah, the therapy. to do therapy. So, you were saying something before I started talking. Oh, I, I was going to say that, yeah, therapy could be good, you know. You know, could be, it is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. Because, like, I, I noticed, like, a lot of people who actually, like, do therapy, they just be saying how they in therapy because the people who caused them trauma didn't go to therapy. So I'm like... I mean, I'd, you... <laughs> Okay, I, I, I agree with that. Right. So therapy is is very healing. It's a, like when it comes to trauma, let me just go off on this tension here. When it comes to trauma, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that happens when you're young, but like when as when when you get a certain age, your brain has a certain way of 
making you forget what happened and then something happens that triggers the trauma and it's like oh i remember this that and the next thing and then now i feel like i should go to therapy to deal with this trauma because i want to be the i want to be different than what caused me to be like you know than what caused my traumatic experience or what the person that caused me trauma i want to be the curse breaker so to speak right but how the brain is designed to work is whenever you face trauma, since the natural instinct of the brain is to survive, you know, we push that to the to the back of our head because, like, we don't want to remember, you know, something like that because mm-hmm. of how it made us feel. feel. Yeah. And survival instincts, hey, you learn the lesson from it. Yeah, but that's why you need to embrace it, right? Right. And it's like, because it's it's a psychological thing you know and instead of making yourself go insane always remembering that and like reliving the same trauma time and time and time and time again you know it just shove it to the back of the mind like yeah but that's not know. that's not that's not good the shoving to the back of the mind thing is not good i'm speaking from personal experience because i do it with everything that happens to me i just don't give it no thought because hey, got life gotta go on. This happened, whoop, back of the head, this happened, back of the head, and I just don't deal with it, which is why, which is why I say the therapy is good because it helps you to deal with it instead of pushing it to the back of your head. That's why reflection is good as well. You know, reflection, you reflect on everything and you you accept and you let go. That's why you you have to reflect like just about every night. Because the more you reflect, you know, the more you're able to fully understand and grasp everything that you've been through and like where you come from and you have a clear understanding of how those things basically guide who you are today mm-hmm. uh, how if you want to go somewhere else then you gotta you know change certain things to to go to where you want to go yeah you know this this might not come out right but I'm just gonna say it. I feel like Can I be scared? What? What? Can I be scared? I feel like certain traumatic experiences uh for our betterment, if that makes sense. I feel like the certain certain things that, that happen allow you to not be a victim of it, but be better than 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 it. If that right. makes sense. I think I feel, I don't think that I don't think that came off the right way wanted it to say to what you basically it. trying to say is it kind of kind of resonate with 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 what doesn't could you make you stronger yeah but not to be that like that corny or cliche but, <laughs> i mean but it's a stupid like you know like certain things happen and it really like guide and direct us in a way you know make us better or worse depends on how we react to it mm-hmm. yeah. and i feel like it's, it's also good for if, if, if you find yourself in a certain similar situation it's like okay i've been here before i know what to do to get yeah, out that's a lot. <laughs> yeah you know but... right but you know what they say they say if if you don't really if you don't understand the issue it will always come back to you just on different days you know that's why some people deal with like you know the same set of people just different faces you know mm-hmm. 
seeing hobbits come back just different seasons you know because they never really they don't de- deal with it right they just and you and you were just proving my point which is why i feel like therapy is good <laughs> everyone should go to therapy <laughs> <laughs> I feel you like it'd be more beneficial to some people than others, but I feel like I I, I think it's, it's worth a shot at least. Yeah, opinion. I think everybody. But you know, yeah, <laughs> that's 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 it. Therapy. <laughs> everyone needs to go to therapy. <laughs> therapy is therapeutic. You know, I have to go to what I'm saying, but therapy. You know. Or just become a monk, go inside the wilderness, go in the mountains, start meditating. Well, see, why do you have to go on there? Why, why you have to because go there? meditation is good as well. Meditation enlightens you. It 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 makes you better. It makes you stronger. You know, it it helps psychologically. It helps physically. You know, you you, you meditate, Elijah. I used to. <laughs> Sometimes you must become one. one. <laughs> but, you know what? Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening this far to the episode. <laughs> the bottom line of this episode: therapy is key. Okay. <laughs> if you take if you take anything from this episode, <laughs> therapy is key. Yeah, but you know, those are some 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 healthy coping habits that we were able to find and elaborate a bit on, you know. But we just want to say like it's really important to find like healthy coping habits because whatever you don't control controls you. So you gotta be the master of your life, you gotta be the captain of your ship, you gotta, you know. Be the guide of your seal. Don't let anything else, you know, guide you to where you want to go because only you know where you want to go, mm-hmm. you know. So, thanks again for listening, and hope that you join us for the next episode of Safe Space. Mm-hmm.